This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Comedian DJ Demers is back with a new special. Genetic material explores topics ranging from chess to fatherhood. Definitely some differentiation there. Comedian Nick Thielen watched the special. Hey, good morning, Nick. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. Nick, always a pleasure to have you. Glad to have you doing a bit of a review here on DJ's newest special. I mentioned those themes, fatherhood, chess. What did you think of the choices of uh, themes for DJ's special? I, I definitely enjoyed it. I think, um, you know, I'm a little bit familiar with some of DJ's material. Of course, he was on uh, season 11 of America's Got Talent, as well as uh, Conan O'Brien, so I know a little bit about him. Um, and it was nice to see like him, like, as you mentioned, talking about fatherhood and really kind of going into uh, detail about that. Some of it is a bit of, I don't know, I would say there's some coarse language and uh, crass material, but there is definitely like he's talking about a personalized lived experience. So I really, really enjoyed that part of it. I have these moments when I'm watching a stand-up special that I'll never forget. Uh, the, the one I watched this year of John Mulaney's uh, newest special, where he was telling the story of an interview that he gave to GQ magazine, I was crying laughing, crying laughing about that moment in the special. I still think about that moment and giggle and laugh. What moments stood out to you in DJ's special genetic material? Yeah, one one particular moment that I loved was when he, uh, of course, he's uh, hard of hearing, so um, he particularly did a did quite a few bits where he uh, interacted with the audience, and one of those moments was with uh, audiologists, which are hearing doctors, and uh, sort of they wanted to be a part of the special, and he he allowed them to be a part of it, and uh, it was really quite fun, um, and. Uh, also, he talked to a uh, stroke survivor. Uh, just kind of interesting how he uh, encouraged people to be a part of it. And also, like, I like that um, with that, when he was talking to the audiologist, he sort of uh, made the interpreter part of the special because the interpreter thought that, you know, he couldn't hear the person's name properly. So then she's telling him what her name was and stuff. So, uh, you know, so it's it was great the way he uh, incorporated the interpreter, and especially when it came to things like the crass uh, use of you know like language or sexual things that like just having her um, sign those things back to him and being like, oh man, I wish I could see that uh, and see what you guys are are laughing at, and also like playing with the I don't know if you guys are mature enough to have an interpreter right now. Like maybe we need to to tone it back so that when you guys are mature enough, you can have accessibility in this show. You know? So I love that part of it. <laughs> yeah. What are your general thoughts on comedians working a little crass or working a little blue? I kind of like it. I kind of like, uh, I kind of like comedy that makes my hair stand up a little bit. I mean, I, I like it. I like uh, pushing the boundaries. I think to a certain extent, you know, when you're talking about disability or, or living to this extent, you're going to have some people that are uh, offended a little bit. One thing I didn't particularly like is uh, DJ brought up the fact that, um, you know, he talked about uh, he gets sort of a second wave of laughter when the interpreter tells the joke to the deaf people. 
And then he said there's a third of laughter when he when the stupid deaf people uh cue in on it. So I thought that was maybe a little, you know, I don't know. I don't love the idea of calling people stupid. But again, like uh, I, I I tend to try to be on the side of trying to get the audience to work with you. But then again, I, I also loved how uh how I was talking about my wife is one of the top five people I've dated. Her <laughs> personality is terrible, but uh, I like, you know, I like she's one of the top five people I dated. So that was definitely one of the things I highlighted in terms of being just a funny moment that, uh, that I really, you know, a tidbit that I loved about it. Uh, in terms of the way DJ released the special, he both uploaded it to his own website, but also on YouTube. What are your thoughts on the advantages of having digital distribution that allows self-distribution for comedians? Um, I think, I don't know, I, I definitely have thought about the advantages of YouTube. I think it definitely makes it so you can get it out to a wider audience. I also, I don't know, I think personally for me, when I release a special, I might not release it on YouTube right away just because I like the idea of people wanting to, you know, see my see me perform and then perhaps purchase, uh, you know, the physical thing and have me sign it. Maybe that interaction is really nice uh, so I can get to know my fans per se i hope i have some out there and uh um no uh, i think i think though that you know having the special out on 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 youtube does does get him out to a lot of people and a lot of people do know who he is based on the fact that you know he was on america's got talent and has been on conan so so definitely uh, a good way to get out there and i think still there's you know merch available on his website and stuff so definitely still ways for people to support him and and, and purchasing some physically i just i don't know if it's the best for for someone like starting out especially considering the fact that with a you know an hour or 45 minutes of material for me i've been doing stand-up for eight years so to to give that away you know for free essentially would be a tough choice but um but definitely one that I uh, one that I admire and one that I uh, appreciate to to expand your audience yeah. and your fans. You know, it's free to a degree. If you get enough, if you get enough views, you can start getting some payments on that for for, like, for, for what that's yeah. worth. Yeah, you can monetize it at a certain degree, but you you start you need you need to be getting into like the tens of thousands of views to start actually getting exactly. any kind of, any kind of real money. Absolutely. I, I, this might, I have 32 subscribers to my YouTube channel right now, so I don't know how many, uh, how many, how much, uh, how much monetary money I'll receive from it, but you know, a dollar or two a month, maybe. Nick, what do you think makes a comedy special stand the test of time? Because there are a couple that to this day people talk about. Maybe Dave Chappelle's For What It's Worth, maybe a Eddie Murphy's Delirious, a bunch of the George Carlin stand-up specials. You know, I mentioned even the John Mulaney that I watched uh, this year, Baby J, that I thought was just so funny. W what do you think makes a comedy special stand the test of time? You know, when you're talking about those specials, you know, the John Mulaney one where, where he's talking about his drug rehab that he went through. One for me that stands out is Adam Sandler's 100% Fresh. Mm. Um, and in particular is because it doesn't reference um, time sensitive things. So I know that a lot of people have talked about their COVID experience um, and and sort of so that that sort of uh, wears off after a while or like you know, maybe Donald Trump things, political things, usually those, those things don't really, um, 
last very long. But when you look at someone like George Carlin and some of his specials, which was, I think his last one was, you know, 2007 or so. And then you look at, you know, 2020, 2021, and he sort of, has this idea that maybe it will shut down, you know? So sort of like this idea that, um, you know, he's he's sort of forecasting the future. Um, but generally, I think um, talking about personalized lived experience without putting a, a date or a timestamp on it is a very effective way to create humor, but also uh, make it timeless. It's probably one of the reasons why a TV show like Seinfeld remains funny to this day, because it's so much about the human experience. Absolutely, yeah, and and that's uh, one of the uh, things that I loved about uh, about DJ Special. I mean, I also enjoyed. He talked a lot about uh, uh, IVF and the experience uh, of his wife going through labor. I thought it was quite funny that he talked about the fact he was only able to. Uh, go for snacks four times during the uh, birth, which was quite hard on him. And his wife and him were equally exhausted. So there's definitely like moments of like, you know, uh, not so crass comedy, but I, you know, I, I would say for me, for me to, it would be hard for me to give like a, you know, a, a 10 out of 10 review, but I would say probably this is a solid, you know, eight out of 10. So I definitely would recommend this to anyone interested in, in DJ Demers comedy. Um, like I said, I hadn't seen much of his comedy uh, from before, like his previous four specials, um, but really enjoyed this one. And I like how he brought his personalized uh, lived experience from that moment in his life. Because for me, when I've been doing comedy for uh, eight years or so, like the jokes I wrote out in 2010 or so are sort of starting to seem like stale and outdated. And I kind of wanted to get, get those out and then oh. also get a you know, get the, I, I'm sort of transitioning to maybe being a father at some point myself. So seeing seeing that and seeing how he handled that and knowing that it doesn't just all have to be about his disability was really quite refreshing for me. And to not be labeled as a disabled comedian, but to be someone that has funny jokes that just happen to reference material, disabled material once in a while is I think really the goal. And I think DJ kind of knocked it out of the park with this one. Yeah, djdemers.com to find the special, djdemers.com, d-j-d-e-m-e-r-s.com, djdemers.com. Hey, Nick, on the way out here, what's going on with you and your comedy stuff? Any sets to check out here in the near future? Yeah, absolutely. I've got a comedy uh, Halloween show, Halloween Heller in Red Deer. Then on the 27th, I'll be at the Laugh Shop in Calgary with Ryan Niemiller. And then on the 28th, I'll be going to Drum Heller to check out some dinosaurs and make those people laugh. So I'm excited about that. And uh, of course, working on the stand up special, which will be out like later on in uh, 2024, maybe 2025, by the time it gets done on public platforms. Right on. Hey, Nick, thank you for this. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Uh, you too, Dave. That's Nick Thielen, a stand up comedian in Alberta. Coming up after the break. How does fall weather affect your skin? Jenny Bovard has some tips and tricks when it comes to skin care. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. 
every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.